Hey Zombro fans, Russell Twice, I'm back here for yet another one for episode of Zombra's Action. I'm joined by my co- Wait, wait, wait. Do I actually have the audio this week? I do! There we go, I wasn't recording anything. The co-host! That is the best co-host in the entirety of the world. Johnny J25, how you doing, John? I'm doing well. I'm the co-host with the most time played on Call of Duty Zombies mobile uh, out of the two podcast hosts. You know, that hurts. That hurts me. That hurts me Ooh, deep. Wait. What, what do we call this? Is it is it COD Mobile? Call of Duty Mobile Zombies? COD Mobile Zombies? Well, COD it, Zombies Mobile? What's the, what's the official tag? Well, it's Call of Duty first. It's COD Mobile first. And then this is COD a mode they added. So COD Mobile Zombies is the official name. That's what I'd go with. Absolutely. Fascinating stuff. Yes. Fascinating. <laughs> um, all the this episodes... is the riveting podcast you guys come for. What do we title this game that already has a title? <laughs> Titling semantics. Hey, I'm, I'm cool with that. So we have uh, all the episodes are updated on Spotify and iTunes. John, did you get the, uh, did you, were you able to log in and all that? We wouldn't talk about that beforehand. I, did. I, so finally, I finally got around to doing the October refunds. Um, there we go. Good. There's no excuse for that other than I just kind of forgot to do it. I'm not going to lie. The money was literally just sitting there in the Patreon and I just kept forgetting. Oh. Um, and, I, and I went through and I thought it was going to be really easy. Like well, I was really just hoping. Well, I one minute. Quickly. We literally just went live. What? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I'm not feeling good. Thank you, though. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> as soon as we went live, I haven't seen him in like four hours. My dad's like, hey, hey I got to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, so That's perfect. So I thought it was going to be like a really easy process of like refund October. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, where's that refund October button? Uh-huh. And then there is no refund October button. Oh, that's and not I had good. To go, Manually. I had to go I had to go through every name and mm-hmm. manually like click on every name that that got charged November like first through November fifth because they 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 do it really weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what how that order goes, but they they there's like a one week period where they charge people sporadically, and so I had to go and get all those people click on their name manually refund it. Each refund takes like fifteen seconds. Oof. Uh, that took longer than I was expecting, uh, but I, I grinded that out last night. Wonderful. Uh, and that should take five to seven days. Hey, also they're getting their money back. Also, Patreon Reiner, I threw I threw a um I threw an announcement in the general chat about thirty minutes ago, but we're gonna do mm-hmm. a uh, a bonus call, like a patron call after the show, kind of like a post show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So be sure to hang around after that. It should be a lot of fun. Uh that's yeah. it for updates, I think, for the Patreon. Read you got anything? Uh Black Friday sales coming right now. Uh, as per usual, I get the typical criticisms of some people being like, oh my god, I thought you'd never sell them again, yay! Or like, I thought you said you'd never sell them again. Yeah, well, here we are, I don't know. It's the lifespan of Call of Duty on my channel, so we'll, we'll see. This is one, the Ether sale, Ether posters will be up there, the movie posters for Ether and Chaos, all the perk posters are going to be on sale again. Uh, the perk posters, unless Black Ops 5 has a zombie mode that is so compelling that I'm back to doing zombies. This should be the last time I ever sell the perk posters for sure. The movie posters. Hey, listen, man, those perk icons, the like the Black Ops 3 perk yeah. icons are back in COD Mobile. So like, that's fair. That is if fair. COD Mobile takes off. That's fair. You have a, you have a new market for oh. those posters again. There's a part it's of the, me. It's the right. There's a part of me that just is so done selling these, but then there's another part of me that's just like, well, if people want them, why why would I 
Why would I do that? And yes, the mug's on sale. Actually, if you go over to redrendering.com, you can see all the sale prices right now. And also, since if you're tuning into this, uh, if you look out for a tweet, there's a coupon code you can use for a certain amount of time on Black, on Fr- Black Friday that will give you an additional 10% off any purchase you do off the sale prices already. So there's there's a bunch of stuff to be looking forward to on, on Black Friday. Check my Twitter feed for that, that extra coupon. But I'm having another... Uh, hurrah in case you missed the ether posters i had a couple people so a fun story on the uh there was a customer that i i'm i'm thought thanksgiving was every third thursday i that's what i thought it was it's every last thursday in in the month so i'm used to like a 26 like thanksgiving's the 26 or something like that i look at the calendar and i see we it's one of those uh months where it's a I guess we have five Fridays in this month. So I just assumed Black Friday was going to be on the 22nd. So I told a customer who was just like, hey, when are you going to sell the posters back? I'm like, uh, I anticipate selling, start selling them again on the 22nd and we'll end December 9th. Well, I shifted everything a week forward because I because Black Friday is not the 22nd. It's the 29th this year. So I get an email on the 22nd saying, where are the posters? What happened? It's not like, hey, what's going on? How come they're not on sale? It is this aggressive, where are the posters you promised? I'm like, okay. I will murder someone if I don't get my poster in the next minute. Friday, the posters come out. Um, hopefully, if you want to pick them up, you can go ahead and pick them up. Uh, as you know, I've been doing it for quite a while. It's something the community liked. All these posters over time. I'm happy to sell them. I commission artists. A uh, big shout out to Stefano once again. I'm probably going to get him involved with some more, uh, potentially finding some other influencers online, design posters and see about them and other areas of gaming. I don't really foresee too many more zombie posters being designed, but big shouts to his incredible artistic talent. My sister who designs all the perk posters, uh, I, I can't be more grateful for the artists transforming all the ideas and bringing all this stuff to life. It's it's amazing what a culture there is too. If you go to any convention, like it's just littered with all sorts of artists. There's like artist alleys. Have you ever been to a convention, John? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> inside any gaming, uh, anime or uh, I guess enthusiast hobby type of convention, whatever the specific is. Typically they have artist alleys in there and they will do fan artwork or uh, sell their own artwork based on whatever the genre is for that uh, convention. And that stuff is pretty pretty cool to see how it gets transformative. And a lot of them actually make livings going convention to convention, traveling around the country, selling their artwork. So that's, some, that's how some uh, artists, enthusiasts make their living. And I, I think that's pretty neat. And uh, I'm grateful that the artists that probably could be doing something like that or selling to other stuff chose to work with me on some projects. Hooray. All right, John. Do you want to play? Uh, talk about COD Mobile? I do. All right, let's talk about COD Mobile. COD Mobile. Yeah. The game we've been waiting for. <laughs> I love it. Not really. I mean, it's it's actually it's good. It's really good. It, yeah, it, I, 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 so I don't know if I want to just talk about the game as a whole or like jump right into the zombies. I kind of want to first discuss just the game as a whole. Yeah, sure. Specifically, just the graphics and the feel. Oh, they're great. Yeah. The, so the feel, I, eh. the feel, the feel is a little clunky. Um, but yeah. so, so let's has let's wait to jump into zombies and let's just talk yeah. about the game as a whole and also a little bit of multiplayer because that's what you have to play first before you can even get into zombies. Which I learned 
I yeah, sure, I sure read learned that. Learned. You'll learn I very sure soon. Read that. did not know. Didn't know that. Uh, yes. So the the issue. So when we were watching like footage of it on YouTube, mm-hmm. I think it really doesn't do the game justice. Yeah. Because watching it on a bigger screen, typically, or at least if you're on a, like an actual computer, it's blowing it up. Yep. But when you're playing it on a phone size screen and the phone is maybe a foot away from you or even potentially farther, mm-hmm. you got, like unless you're like holding it like this close to you, which I don't think you're doing. Yep. It's relatively far from you. Um, and because of that, I think it actually like the graphics really work. Yeah. Like the distance and the size of the phone. Like it, it's hard to say they're console level, mm-hmm. but when you consider the size and scale and how kind of some of those some of those details get washed away at that distance mm-hmm. it works you know absolutely I, it looks like I, the game's fine and i have no problem for a mobile device not having intense graphics cuz i don't i don't expect that like i don't want to see textures on the uh, like the walls the surfaces on on some of the yeah, maps but I'm it, playing. it's I don't not even it. like a, it's you, it's not even like in this game though that you're looking at the walls and you can kind of see a, a little bit of pixelation in the textures All or I'm you're saying it's at, flat not or, so or much like pixelation just there's not really much detail to it yeah i mean but the details aren't amazing but i think the details are good enough 100%. and also like I'm looking at like the objects and it's not like they're really jagged or anything yep. or sharp, you know, like it doesn't look low poly Every, or at least yeah. not, not in the way that say like the original zombies look mm-hmm. low poly. It looks like the, um, uh, it looks like a, a PlayStation three, uh, when it's right from in front of your face rendition of call of duty. It doesn't look like some of those older models, not PC PCs. Yeah, different yeah. story. Uh, and, and obviously it's not console. No, like it's n- no. not. It's not PS3. It's probably worse than PS3. Probably. Like PS2, maybe, even. Like, I- I'm telling you, it's right in that era of graphics. Yeah. And I was kind of saying... Unless I saw them side by side... What'd you do to your mic? Why? Why? I didn't do anything. Uh, just about try... I'm horrible. Try unplugging it. Just try and straighten it out. Someday, we will, we will solve whatever this is. It's either a computer USB port issue... It's either a mixer issue okay, or it's a mic issue. It's fine. No, anything. it's fine. Completely fine. Okay. Anyway, so I was obviously if you put if you put Call of Duty Mobile next to like Black Ops 3 Shino Numa. Yeah. Black Ops 3 Shino Numa is gonna kick its ass every day of the week. Absolutely. But there was something about it where I'm like, I can't notice a difference when it's on a tiny screen a foot in front of my face, you know? Yeah, I again, yeah. Like I gotta see them side by side, one blown up, the end both of them blown up to really like but just casually playing, I didn't notice. Yeah, it felt difference. like classic Call of Duty too. So the nostalgia is so hard hitting and you can feel like a god. Whatever game I got it into, I'm getting like 10, 15 kill streaks. Yeah, well, that, that's play. another part of it, too. So the controls are awkward, and in spite of that, I mm-hmm. still dominate multiplayer, which is something I yeah. never do on console. Yeah. Does anybody in chat know what the majority player base is that's allowing us to do so well? Is it just children now have access to a version of Call of Duty that is not T for Teen? So it's like when my friend start, first playing started playing Call of Duty, he was so bad. He was so bad at Call of Duty. It was you could run circles around him and get kills forever. Oh, he's getting so many of those first-time players ever introduction to Call of Duty and getting wrecked as they're like seven yeah, years I, old. Like I was leading lobbies, and when yeah. I play console, I do. I, I'm at the bottom of lobbies. A lot of bottom. it was insane. I was yeah. Oh, I'm bad. I'm terrible at multiplayer. Yeah, but I'm just like I'm like. 
Am I playing against bots? I honestly thought my first game was against bots. The weird. first game was. If you played on Nuketown, if you didn't go to the Team Deathmatch, yeah, yeah, you yeah. changed okay, stuff. Yeah, you're right. The first game is on Nuketown. But even like my second and third game, that's right, true. Because the first game, I noticed, I'm like, I got into a lobby weirdly fast. And that probably yeah. was bots. Yeah. But the games yeah. after that, I was doing bots. just as well. Lots of children and bots. Um, there you go. There you go. So they're artificially inflating it, which is fine by me. I'm happy to play a, a Call of Duty. That's why I like... Uh, oh, what's the mode that allows you to play bots normally in combat training? Combat training. Combat training. Yeah, it's one of my ways yeah. where I don't have to get infuriated by getting spawn trapped or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I can try and I, be competitive. I have a so I have a few issues with the controls though. Sure. Something about something about just aiming down scope and shooting mm-hmm. and not being able to do them in one fluid motion mm-hmm. is really awkward. Well, there's, like, I can there's hit the, one button for that. That's all I was doing. Where well, it aims a, and shoots at the same time. There's a there's an aim down sights button. Yep. There's an aim down sight and shoot at the same time button. Yeah. But I want to be able to first aim down sight, lock on to the player, and then shoot. I, I was doing that where you'd I'd look and I'd aim and then I'd just be hovering ready to click the shoot button again. Hmm. Like so you you would hit you would hit the you would hit the aim down sights button, then move your finger over to the shoot button. I'd move it next to it so I could still keep looking, and then as soon as I saw somebody, I'd be able to just move my thumb a little off and yeah. Okay, maybe shoot. I need to do a little bit of readjustment of the controls to do that. Oh, did you move them around the screen? No, I haven't messed with them. Yeah, I didn't that probably. I, I I know though you can get a controller working on it. Apparently. Well, that's what Chat's saying. I'm I'm interested now. Get a you get an either if you could use a PS4 Bluetooth, that would be really easy. Or uh, I saw Mr. Dalek made a video on it, one of the ones we showcased last week, where he actually was selling or he was promoting uh, something that goes around the, your phone to play. Or is that PewDiePie? Mm-hmm. PewDiePie has one too, I believe. He was promoting that as well. There's a controller for your phones. I'll see if I can. Try I'm not sure, but I think I, I think I know of like this product. Yeah, um, I think I've see. seen it around before. See if I can pull it up for the people watching. PewDie, but keep talking while I do. Yeah, that. but so uh, I think if I went into a multiplayer lobby with the controller, mm-hmm. God, I would absolutely like if if I'm destroying now, I think I would never die. <laughs> I would be invisible. I like I would yeah. be I would be I would be like think Morty in Rick and Morty when he's looking into the uh, the crystal. Yes. And that's like guiding his perfect decisions. That would be me fucking around with the uh with the with, with a controller in Call of Duty Mobile. I oh dude, I I'm so season 3 Rick and Morty, I'm so in. I've I've enjoyed every season, season so four. far. Oh yeah, right. We're on season 4 already. Jesus. I'm I'm enjoying it, man. God dang it. You you bring up a wonderful like Every Sunday night, I'm like, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and just, I'm not staying up late for this. I'm just going to enjoy me some nice Rick and Morty tomorrow. Some classic Rick and Morty's adventures. Did you feel about the, uh, how did you feel about the poop episode? The poop episode? I thought it was okay. Man, some, some deep feels there for Rick Sanchez. I didn't feel anything, but Rick sure did. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I'm certain we would absolutely destroy or dominate i guess i'll just look up phone controller that'll probably be faster phone controller can you believe how the pc or the mobile market is blowing up though for games like this is real legit for call of duty and i think this like i I, though i was nauseated by the amount of microtransactions they kept throwing in my face just to uh Mm -hmm. get into the game that was obnoxious um yeah it's it's a it's a lot of like just xxx click away from a lot of the shit 
Uh, where I have it. Okay, so here is a phone controller, one of them. We're going to get a little gross on screen to, right now with the boxes. Um, no, no, not full screen. So there's a lot of controller add-ons, it looks like. Um, not very much. I guess I'll send you a Google search so you can see what I'm looking yeah, for as well. Yeah, I, I, I know what sure. these are. Okay, figure as much as double-checking. So um, I guess this started with, with Fortnite when Fortnite launched its mobile version. Right, right. And then I think PUBG tried to answer that as well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And now we have Call of Duty finally catching up. Uh, the whole time I was playing that, I was like, I was like, I don't mind using the virtual sticks. Not terrible. Want, no, the virtual sticks aren't bad, but what I really wanted was a uh, a trigger. Yeah. Like I wanted a trigger and bumper. Those are what I miss, not the actual sticks. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm. I'm. There's this weird suction cup one that looks pretty good. That would have your triggers and all that type of stuff. Those things look. Uh, potentially like a good fix for your cotton mobile needs i don't know if any of these are actually real but literally hooking them up to what looks like to be an xbox or ps4 controller i imagine you could be the cod mobile goliath online if you ever got a hand of that stuff is that like the equivalent of performance enhancing drugs (laughs) uh this is the equivalent of a scuff controller but like 10 times better <laughs> oh, rocks! You son of a bitch! I'm in. Yes. <laughs> so, so here, here's what I wonder: like, if this is where we're going with games, yeah, where mobile games look as good as like old gen Call of Duty, yeah. Where does that play something like the Switch in the future? Yeah, right. Well, Nintendo was almost done. They bombed so bad with the Wii U that they argued we were going to be done with the console market. And they were almost completely going to go to handheld devices because of how well the 3DS was selling and all that. Like, yeah. That was their cornerstone. Uh, I mean, I love they my tried, Switch, They tried 3D. I do, too. I like the Switch as well. Um, is it just a race about graphics? Is it a race just to have, uh, you know, console exclusivity or not that, uh, IPs? Are your IPs or what's going to be able to sell, whether or not you port it to an app and a mobile market, or is it is it would it be more cost effective for Nintendo just to say, okay, uh, Apple gets to buy our exclusive IP rights to uh, or to allow their users to download Mario through their app store? I mean, they have a bunch of Mario. They just released Mario Kart Mobile. They had Mario Run on on mobile devices. So Nintendo's dipped their toes into this market. I don't know where this leaves a Nintendo Switch. I like the Switch. Is it for older gamers? You really don't want to invest billions or at least millions of dollars for older, hardcore markets. That's not really going to turn a profit in this day and age. You'll get a few million people to play it, but there's a big skew towards uh, mass market when it comes to any of these decisions mm-hmm. in the gaming industry. What, what do you think, John? I think right now that we're just, I think I think Nintendo is safe for the next few years because the Switch has proven to work, and I think their IPs are strong enough that it could, it could support a console like the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I think Nintendo is fine. And I also think there's going to be still a place for a dedicated console. Yes. Like the like say an Xbox, like a PS4, especially mm-hmm. like if they're more just streaming boxes than they are actual um Ooh, consoles. Boxes. You want, I'll bring <clears throat> up stream box later, okay? Yeah, say that. Um But it's I, I think what I think what we're going to see now is just a shift where it's no longer just two players on the market where you have like your mobile or you, like you're gonna have you're gonna now have your consoles. 
-hmm. your mobile devices, and then your actual phones as in mobile. Like, so mobile devices would be something like a switch. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think now it's going to be three players and we might maybe in the future, even see the phone transition into a streaming device as well. Yeah. That's those are all really good. But I, I really, I really do think though, like, if we had, two, if you could imagine two generations of games, the first generation are like your Flappy Birds, your Angry Birds. Yep. You know. Yeah. You yeah. got your birds. Now we're, I think we're at the dawn of a new generation of mobile gaming, sure. which are your Call of Duties Online, your Fortnites, that are actually pretty much full-fledged games. Yeah. I could tell a lot of work went into this. Like this looked like a normal mm-hmm. production for Call of Duty with through the menus, the screens, the tutorial. I'm like, man, somebody really they spent a long time coding this tutorial, and I wish it was over so fast. Ghost making you purchase everything yeah, in screen. Every doing everything. Oh, for like 20 minutes made it wasn't that long, but it was making my eyes like roll and I'm like, please stop. I just want to play. But it's completely and utterly necessary if it's, if you're getting seven-year-olds playing this game. They're going to have no mm-hmm. idea how to play this. And I, I think that was necessary. Yeah, and once it's over, it's over. Exactly. You know. Uh, Zach Man donates and he says, on your PS4 controller, hold the home button and the share button at the same t- time. Excuse me, sorry. And the light will blink flat fast. Then it will connect to your phone. Hmm. Okay, go. that's pretty easy then. Yeah, so you try that out in your spare time, John, and be, could tell me, update us next week if you can hook up the PS4 controller and become like Johnny J, the god tier T Martin X Jaws COD player of all time for the mobile market. You get to pretend like you're them for once. That would be awesome. I get to pretend uh, like they're can't do that. I'm at home. I don't have a PS4 controller near me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving break. Did you have a good drive yeah. home? Obviously, you're there, but was it good? Yeah, it was easy. It was smooth. Good. I like to yeah, hear that. Just- Mm-hmm. right on. yes so so that i would say like the can the graphics great mm-hmm. the game feels polished uh the controls a little clunky but i think there's ways around it mm-hmm. so like initial impressions all very positive yeah and it plays like a good call of duty it's fun i mean it plays like the older ones i yeah for a mobile game like the, for the first mobile call of duty game i've ever played it hits my expectations. It, it ex- hits them and exceeds them in almost every way besides the clunkiness of the controls, but you can you can get around that. So it's like, mm-hmm. how, how can I really say anything bad about this? Now, if they re-release the same thing next year and then none of your shit migrates, there you go. Now now you can well, say... I, I, I don't imagine sucked. this being an annual release. I think and I agree. I don't think it is either. This will be a continuously updating product. It's It's... It's so smart. I mean, this is something mm-hmm. that they've been trying to do on the console market, and I just don't think that's that's where it makes sense. I don't think there's... Yeah. It doesn't make sense to release the, their, their consoles the way they can now approach the mobile market. For years, they were trying to go into games as a service, and I think mobile... It's smart for Activision to move over and say, mobile is going to be our games for a service, and let's reevaluate consoles to see why we're getting we're losing players every year or annoying players every year. Uh, why was Modern Warfare a success? Why did we get more numbers? Uh, what, did we was it going back? Well, World War II, even though we did boots on the ground, that didn't that didn't sell as much as we thought it would. Um, so there's a there's an interesting dilemma on Activision's plate right now to try and decide what do they do with their console market, where I think this mobile market is going to be incredibly lucrative for them. Them. And they got their games as a service now that they've been gunning for, especially in Black Ops 4. What ruined Black Ops 4 was 
They wanted to be able to update Battle Royale forever. It was touted as, from all of our favorite people, the, the longest-running game Treyarch's ever going to produce. It's going to be updated. It's going to have a lifespan for years and years to come. And dead in a year. Nope. Absolutely not. So, I would, I would say it'd be a welcome change to Call of Duty if the console version became an annual release that wasn't a service. Yep. And then this was the software service. That would be great. Mm -hmm. I'd appreciate that. Yep. And chat, Apple Man, World War II sold well, but not as well as they wanted. It didn't exceed their their expectations or their predictions. And for a publicly traded company, if you're not hitting the predicted growth marks or exceeding them, that's Bad News Bears. And World War II was Bad News Bears. Black Ops 4 was Bad News Bears. And uh, Infinite Warfare was, we need to change everything, Bears. <laughs> mm. So what do we think of zombies? I know your impressions of zombies are Credible. awfully short because Credible. you didn't realize. Nope, nope. I played tons of it, John. You're, you have no idea what you're talking about. I played ah, loads of it. I mean, I played Chino Numa and Chino Numa, and I got, I looked around Chino Numa. It was amazing. It looked just like mm. Chino Numa. Got a ray gun out of the box for a spin. How lucky is that? I haven't gotten a ray gun yet. <laughs> yeah. I read on the Reddit that the ray gun is common. Oh, I yeah. saw one guy on the Reddit have two ray guns. I've yet to get a ray gun. And you didn't, I played you didn't get one in the tutorial? Did I? I don't think so. Did I really Maybe get I lucky did and, and I get a ray gun? Him. Okay, yeah. Maybe. It could um, be that way. Could no so it, it's actually it's funny too because apparently the box the box isn't perfect um, okay i haven't noticed too many issues with the box but from what i've read on the bot on the reddit some people think the box is a little too generous which is kind of funny um also you know how in zombies it's impossible to get two weapons at once at once what do you mean by that like if you have the ray gun, you can't spin the box to get another ray gun. Okay, or if you yes. Have, if no, you have I know the Galil, you won't get another Galil. Yeah, unless well, you're Call of Duty Mobile doesn't give a shit. I love it. That's great news. I bet all the gun glitches work too, where you buy a perk over the box, get your third gun slot. I wonder if those glitches are back in the game. That'd be terrific. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I've actually I've only played Shina Numa. I haven't played the um the other ones yet. Okay. Like the town the town remakes. Mm hmm. But Shinonuma, I do have a decent bit of time in. Uh, I'll start, I guess, with the raid. Mm -hmm. So the raid, the raids feel weird to me. Okay, and I don't, I don't really get the point. Okay, so you, you play for, I think it's eight rounds. Sure, and then you enter the boss. Sure, but, the, but so you enter the boss, and then you have like unlimited ammo. Okay, you're not really doing much. You're just shooting him, and he's a bullet sponge. Sure. So what was the really the point of playing eight rounds beforehand, other than sure. just to maybe buy perks and hope you get a good gun from the mystery box? That's fair. But I I'm not sure you exactly need a great, great gun, because you can just go in with any gun and have unlimited ammo. Right. And, the, the oh, God, the raid, we barely beat it in time. So we started actually with four players. Yep. And I'd be interested to know if maybe the health scales because when we were watching, I think it was John's footage from Andy Gun of Truth's gameplay. Yep. He knocked out some of the bosses really quickly. Could have been the beta but, instead of the public launch. Yeah, it could be part of the beta, but and that's why. But when we were doing it, um, I'm not sure if it was because we started with four people, so the game adjusted health for four people. And mm -hmm. then kind of like, you know how George has his health yep. adjusted for four people? Yep, yep. That may have been what happened. It could have also have been a case of um, 
then we lost two people. So it was just two people dealing with a boss that has health for four people. They yeah. might also just be massive bold sponges. That's been a complaint I've read on the Reddit as well. Hmm. But we barely beat it in time. I think there was a 15-minute timer or something when we went into the boss fight or something. It was silly. Mm-hmm. And then we beat it with like 40 seconds to spare. Uh, hey, and, cool and in feeling, that though. final minute, I went like all out. I was like, I'm not even like trying to get away or like aiming for the sweet spot i'm just like i could see that health bar is really tiny i'm like let's just wipe this away because like i would be really disappointed if i spent like 20 minutes playing this map 25 minutes however long it was and we lost not because we went down but Mm -hmm. because i just couldn't knock down that health meter in time and i didn't Mm -hmm. find it really challenging or difficult sure um you could easily run away from it it's attacks were semi-predictable like i can kind of position myself in relation to it where he would throw a few attacks at me and they wouldn't really hit yep um i didn't go down i got on just fine mm-hmm. and the real challenge was not the boss but the 15 minute timer gotcha interesting that's a, that that's a different love. approach yeah like it it, it it honestly though it, it wasn't fun i would say Re- the raid boss the raid boss like okay. and i was actually i was a little bit like oh man well if I'm going to be pissed off if we don't actually finish this boss in time. Gotcha. Like, I, so we, we we did. We beat the boss. but Sure, like, but you weren't fulfilled. You didn't find like this was a, a good alternative to zombies. You wouldn't want to see this implemented in another way on a major console. I think it, 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 needs, it needs more. Um, gotcha. I think... I think the boss needs... A, I think the bosses need some work. And maybe the best way to do this is to vary how you kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe add like stages to them. Like I think this boss maybe had like two stages. I think once you got the health at a certain point, then he had a couple different moves. Sure, sure, sure. But I would vary the moves, make them a little bit more lethal because I was able to get away from him just fine. Um, I'd also make attacking him less of a straightforward thing. Like you could pretty much shoot at any part of the body, mm-hmm. but if you shoot him in his head when he was like glowing or whatever, this was this boss was the abomination, by the way, um, which. I think it was like a scorpion kind of thing. Yes. Um, so I would shoot him as like he was glowing and your damage would do a little bit more. But other than that, like that was just how it was the whole boss fight. Like I think it should maybe be like, oh, shoot the tail for the first part. Maybe then shoot the legs, then shoot the head, you know, mm-hmm. like very where I'm shooting him. Make me put a little bit more work or maybe I have to do something like, you know, think um, think in the final Reich when you got to shoot down the blimp to get one of those little pods to then like uh, mm-hmm. attach to the guy, you know? Yep. yep. Like, put a little bit of work into it rather than me just shooting my gun, which I has agree. unlimited ammo. Right. Right. Fascinating. Like I'm not even worried. It's, it's not even like ammo conservation is a problem because I have unlimited ammo. I wonder if the... And the zombies are, the zombies are there, but the arena is so big that the zombies honestly felt superfluous. I wasn't shooting the zombies. I was just shooting the boss. Right. Well, it makes me feel like the the bosses were just something thrown in at the last minute because of the feedback that I, I thought I read about, that they changed the initial endless hordes to try and change up because that wasn't well-received either. So maybe this is the first stages of really developing raid bosses. Maybe we'll, we'll be seeing Smart Guy and Milo doing Destiny-level raid bosses on COD Mobile in a couple of months. For, for a launch, though, John, those are very fair criticisms. But for the first initial launch you'd say leaves a lot to be desired is your takeaway. Yeah, I think so. 
And I'd also say it's clear that they're willing to invest new resources into bosses or create new resources for bosses. Sure. Because they do have new bosses. Like, they have yeah, the yeah. Abomination. They have that... Uh, Zet Easter Egg one. The Zet Easter Egg one. I forget the other guy, what the other guy's name is. You remember? Um, kind of based off, I think, butcher? some transit. Uh, yeah, the Butcher. Butcher, yep, yep. And then Avogadro. Yeah, so they, they have Cybers. some new bosses. And I, I'm hoping that, like, Cybers. their arsenal of bosses expands. Yes, for now, though, at least the abomination was just kind of meh. Gotcha. I mean, and that could easily set the mode apart if they go really wacky with these bosses. That'll that'll be a clear way to differentiate the COD Mobile experience from the console mm -hmm. experience because we don't really have that. Yeah, and I think I think the raid bosses should actually, or the lead up to the raid bosses should actually be styled like the uh, hidden Shinonuma Easter egg boss fight. Mm -hmm. Because we literally just played zombies casually for eight rounds. Built yep. up some points. I bought some perks. Um, spun the box like twice, and then by round eight we were in. Uh, money didn't really matter. Um, and I guess if if I had a ray gun, maybe we would have been able to beat it faster. Mm -hmm. Is, that, it is that more like... classic zombies though? Is that the feel? Because World at War, you normally were like, I, I have nothing to do by this point. So well, that was that was kind of it. I was just opening doors and buying stuff. Mm -hmm. um, like, there was enough money to go around that we pretty much had the map opened up, and I had three perks, I think. Mm -hmm. And I had spun the box a couple times. So, like, it wasn't like getting enough money to do stuff was an issue, but it just felt like eight rounds of prep period, and we're just like, all right, let's 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 count down. Like, you could see it. There's a little ticker. It's like it's like seven of eight, eight of eight, and then we entered the boss fight, and a little animation played, and then you were in the arena. Mm-hmm. I think what they actually should have done is rather than give you like an eight round countdown, mm -hmm. give you like an eight step process. Right. And and so the and rather than do rounds, just keep spawning zombies and then you have to go through all eight steps. To trigger and it. Some like them, a typical some Easter egg. Them, and yeah, some of them could be like shoot these three glowing rocks around the map and those glowing yeah. rocks maybe could have varying locations. So it's not always the same. And then it's like mm -hmm. fill these soul chest and um put this part in this area, but that area has a lot of zombies, so you're going to have to kill a lot and dodge them. Mm -hmm. You know, Don't make it hard Easter eggs like you're going to need to uh, listen to this Morse code and then enter the numbers into this dial, but make it very clear up in your face, this is the task or the challenge we need you to complete. Once you get through all eight, you've, you've earned your way to the boss. That's what I'd want. Seems pretty fair to me. I, mm -hmm. I don't see any counter arguments to that uh, besides maybe people that might uh prefer just a 20 minute they know how structured it is at the very most they can get through a raid boss but not very compelling gameplay from what would you describe to me for the boss arena fights i think being able to trigger it with these straight steps don't even have to be as complicated as eight steps you could do it just like you said shoot through. Would, it doesn't have head. to be eight, it doesn't have to be eight steps it's just like they have it eight rounds right now mm-hmm mm-hmm um so Vamex says if you if you hit the weak point consistently, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. And I do agree that yeah, hitting the weak point does make a big difference. But to that, I'd say like the weak point never changes or moves. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, it's only open when he's doing like certain attacks. Mm -hmm. But you can't like it's not like I can just stand in front of the weak point. Like I kind of had to put myself in a little bit of danger to hit the weak point. And if I know I can hit any other part of the body. Sometimes it's just easier to not do the weak point or wait till I have more health to do the weak point, you know? Yeah, it sounds like a typical raid boss to me. 
Yeah, no, it is. And like, that's pretty much how a lot of bosses work, where you mm -hmm. have to just wait for his weak point to open up and then attack. Mm -hmm. But it just, it felt like it was taking so long. And plus the addition of a timer mm -hmm. made it less, like, less enjoyable. You know what's fascinating is I saw a video recently, probably about a month or two ago, where a content creator online made his, video, his girlfriend play through like major video games. So like, uh, platformers first person shooters real-time strategy games she had no background in video games and he wanted to make a video about it and see what she didn't know that he did and things that were inherent to like people that have grown up in a culture of gaming versus people who weren't and it was interesting to see that there was many situations where uh, she would misconstrued a basic mechanic for something in the game and misrepresent that throughout the majority of the game. Certain things we take for granted, like you just said, it opens up and shoot the bad guy spot. Um, there were very basic, like shoot the big blinking red light that she would miss out on because she wasn't a part of that culture. So I'm wondering if this is another, even though it's boring to us, if it's a gateway for that younger audience, because I didn't have any, like you must be 18 or older to download this. Did you, is there any rating on this? Is there any... Because I really I mean, think this is like the I, gateway drug to Call of Duty. This totally seems like you're going to be getting the youngest of young kids that see their older friends or older uh, siblings playing Call of Duty and they want to be a part of it. Now we have it for COD Mobile. They can now see what this is like. I mean, this seems like the T-rated version of Call of Duty to me, which would be perfect for so many of the people going through uh, middle school and elementary school, even though... You, I don't want those kids playing this game. I think they're going to get their hands on it now through this. And uh, maybe that's why it's so dumbed down in some respects. I don't know, just talking point, just something. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't Maybe not necessarily. It's just like we ran out of time. We, we don't really expect a big kickback for zombies on this. But I, they're probably getting a bigger reaction to the zombies than they thought would be my guess. Mm -hmm. If uh, If somebody could tell me this, I'm not sure. But what is the actual timer length? Um in the in like the raids is it um is it 20 minutes is it 25 minutes or does the timer just start when you hit the boss i don't actually remember um but the reason i ask that is because if this is like a game that like oh you have a 20 minute car ride and you want to pick up and play then i think it totally works mm -hmm. you know it is zombies, store. it is m yes okay. that's what they're saying know, in how, chat how does, how do they prevent that? Is I parents, guess parents have just, to buy it. You either got to, if, if it's like the kids. As an the adult, phones. these are not problems I run into, so I don't know how this world works. Yes. So like parents would then have to approve if they try to download something, it'll automatically be like, go get your parents to see if you can do this. If the parents have that shit set up, if they just give them basically a blank iPhone, then they don't have to worry about that. But it it's should like ask them for their age. Is this like when I was a kid and I had to ask my parents permission before I went to Disney.com? If I'm not 13 or older. Probably. <laughs> it's probably the same level. Um, but yeah, timer starts right when you start the match. Oh, yeah, God, is the whole uh, match time then? Yeah. So if you're slow to get through the rounds, then you have less time for the boss fight. Gotcha. Interesting. Uh, uh, but wait, so what was the... Um, uh, what was the time that I wish somebody would tell me that? Star-Lord, you seem to be... You yeah, he's right on. He, he's all about it. Kingdom hit me up multiple times. He was just like, Reed, come on, let's do the raid boss. Let's do this. I was just feeling sick all week. And every time he's like, you want to play COD Mobile? I'm like, absolutely not. I want to just play Magic Gathering until I pass out. So that's my bad. Uh, but it sounded like...
I heard zombies was really hard for him. Be- why? I found I, I had a really easy time. Yeah. Like in, I didn't so right to I, me. Uh when I was playing the survival mode, I was honestly like just played Shino Numa like I played Shino Numa. Um although I'm not used to the box being in a different spot. I don't know why they felt the need to move it. Yo, you bring up a great point. In multiplayer, one of the first maps I went to was a uh, multiplayer map from Black Ops 2 I was very familiar with. And I'm like, yo, I'm I'm just going to go to a place I know that is a super camper-heavy spot, and I bet no one's going to find me here. I bet they have no idea how these maps work if I'm playing on this. And sure enough, I was just camping in like one of the houses going from one window to the next and just obliterating everyone down those like major lanes that you run down. Oh, mm-hmm. All the advantage of being a seasoned Call of Duty player. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, but like Shino Numa, when I was just playing survival, I found it pretty easy, honestly. Mm-hmm. I had no issue. What I cool. do find so b- bizarre, though, is there's a three hour timer for survival mode. That's a bit bizarre. Now, I didn't reach that three hour timer. I feel like your I'm... phone will die before your three hour yeah. timer is going to be up. Obviously, if you're not, if you're charging it, it won't die. But like, I, I really don't think, though, for that reason, they designed this mode for long form consumption. Yeah. I wonder if that has to do Which something with their feels... servers. Like, where would it playing? might be? But it, it feels very anti zombies. You know, like, zombies is a game that we play for weeks on end to get to around like 255. Mm-hmm. And then this game's like, nah, you're not getting past 30, 30, like 30, 35 ish, I think is what you can get to in about three hours. There's a buff system, feels like Bible perm perks in a way. That makes sense. I, I, I couldn't stand to see all the microtransactions, so I didn't look into it, but I imagine that, that sounds about right where you could buy things to permanently upgrade your characters. It seems like you're um, all tied to a character, you could have 14 different characters. I don't know exactly how that whole system works. I know you can buy buffs in the match, though, with, like, your points. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so you can buy, like, specific weapon buffs. Think uh, think how Bioshock Infinite had it. Yes, yes. Then I know But exactly I, I don't know about. if... I, I couldn't tell if it was specific to the weapon or just specific to your primary weapon, but you can buy, like, buffs. And it would, Interesting. So it, would literally, it would literally say, like, increase damage by 10%. Cool. I so mean, that was a thing. I wish there was more of that with the the helmets in the Black Ops Four. I, I that is a big missed opportunity. I wish we had that that continued of that buff system in game where you could get rewards for shooting the correct parts on certain zombies or characters or quests, and then that would then return give you a nice reward. I think that's one of the things in the the what I gave to Treyarch the little uh, like feedback when we flew out there for Ancient Evil was mainly. Give us rewards. If you make us go through stuff, give us rewards that are of equal value to the pain and suffering we go through to do these things. I feel like I wouldn't have a problem with Golden Spork if I had an incredible reward at the end of the rainbow for these quests that were going on instead of just a tip of our cap and being like, you got it. Did you have fun? Nothing not, I would say. Also, I was just, I don't know why, I think it was today. I was just, yeah, it was because I was driving all over the place. And I just kept thinking how much I liked Ancient Evil. Ancient Evil was by far my favorite map for Black Ops 4. I was just reflecting on it for possibly a future video of like the things I did like in Black Ops 4. And I'm just sitting there like, God, that map was just wonderful. Do do you think Mm. of it like 
do you still like Ancient Evil? Do you do you have other maps? Did you, did you think about that at all? Did you take any positives away from it? I know you did some, and you enjoyed it more I than never, I did. I never, I never loved Ancient Evil. Like I don't, I don't mm. sit back at Black Ops Four and think of like oh, Ancient Evil was my shit. Oh man, I loved it. I loved it. No, I don't feel that. Um, Fair enough. I'm curious. So what, what do you think? I want. I want to go back to though, like this hour and this yeah. three hour timer for uh, zombies. Yeah. Does it bother you that this isn't a game that you can like play for hours, or that you can't pause it, so you can't even mm-hmm. like put it down and come back to it? And I guess this is all because it's running off of just online servers. Yeah, like, there is, I think, no such thing as local play in this game, and that kind of bothers me. Like the old Call of Duty mobiles had that. That's like fair. I want to be able to. I want to be able to put down the app or close it, especially in a game mode like survival. Like, I think it, it, it works for raid bosses that have a set number of rounds and have a set timer. But I, I just, like, if you're going to have survival, why do you not have a bit of an offline mode where I can play it for 30 minutes, go about my day, and then maybe pick it up later at night? You know, I think you have a valid point there, especially because I don't believe they're still supporting the older versions of Call of Duty on mobile. Yeah, like, if, if those Call of Duty, if those other Call of Duty mobiles were out and also functioned as well as this one, I think I'd have less of an issue. Mm -hmm. But there really is no offline way to play zombies. I I think you make an excellent point there. I want to be able to pause this game, especially like you have a, you have a hundred and six, like zombies is all about getting to the next highest round. Yep. You know? And so automatically this then becomes a little bit of a speed run. How, how high can you get in 160 minutes? Well, but but, I don't what, but, eight, but by round eight you're in the raid boss, right? Or is that something? Separate? No, no, no. Survival doesn't have raid bosses. Gotcha. gotcha. You will get bosses. Know. Like yep. like they might throw in some mid round. Brutuses. I, I saw that. Yeah. Yep. But you won't get like you won't be you won't be sent to the arena unless you do the the hidden boss fight. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. So if you do the hidden boss fight, you'll get it. Otherwise, you'll just get sporadic random little bosses like cool. Brutuses and stuff or dog rounds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's it's like why. I feel less incentivized to play this if I know that, like, I can't pause it. Um, so, like, maybe I'm commuting or something and I'm on a train. So I'm going to sit down and play for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. But then um, I got a transfer or something. So or I got to put down my phone. Over. Yeah. Just could you move over or something like that? You yeah. want to be able to quick tap? Yeah, sure. Move over. Interact. Yeah, with the I can't quick tap, pause, go do a thing real fast or maybe go speak to somebody or ask a question or something and then go and like go continue my game. No, it's it's got to be an uninterrupted focus session. Mm-hmm. And that's not really, I think, what the mobile market is for. Yeah. I think the mobile market is for pick up and put down and pick up a little bit later. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. That's where the Nintendo Switch, I think, hits home runs. Yeah, and that that's where, like, the Switch is perfect because, like, I can play it while I'm out and about and pause it, put it in my backpack, and then take it out back later when I'm done. And I think dedicated long gaming sessions where I'm playing for an hour and 20 minutes or however long the time, I think an hour and six, 160 minutes is, I think, the timer length. You know, that's like when I'm at my console. And I'm sitting down on the couch. Yeah. I'm not going to sit at my phone and play for like 160 minutes. I think that I'll go blind. <laughs> my neck will kill me. Yeah. I feel the... Like, only... I'm not sure I'm not sure what they're doing with Survive. I almost think don't include it. Uh, like, I mean, as, as weird as it is to say, I don't want it. Because I, I don't see myself playing it. I'm more frustrated by how it functions. 
Interesting. Wow, what a privileged gamer moment if I've ever heard one right there. Just don't even put it in. I don't even want to see it. You could choose the Maybe. other mode. No. I No, no, I mean the raid the raid mode is like obviously I've given my my criticism of raid mode, but I think for what it is, mm -hmm. it's good. And I I think survival works really well. I just don't see the point of survival. Well, I, I don't see the point in porting zombies to this app, and I think that's where my cynicism makes me like just understand this mode as well not understands the wrong word accept this mode not understand accept this mode a little easier because it told because it seems like we discussed last week a situation in which activision went hey Cherik, we're doing this you better give us a, your blessing and Cherik's like okay um let us try and have some input here so i i i i'm surprised we even have anything that resembles zombies and it's not just like nickel and diming us for like do you want a ray gun for 14.99 you can buy a ray gun to get it in the box inside your cod mobile experience like take the mm -hmm. uh mario kart route where if you want to play as mario you got to pay a, uh, a dlc it's like it's called M mario kart it's called mario kart what do you mean i gotta buy mario <laughs> yeah so i i i don't give it a pass though like your you, your points are excellent and they're well made and well founded but i i don't feel that opposite end where you you say maybe not even the opposite end or i don't feel as passionately where it's i i don't even want to see this in here you're wasting my time i'd rather uh, be maybe, playing yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe i don't want to see it because i'm pretty sure i also said on the last show that like i'm happy there's a traditional survival mode sure I'm just, I'm just like, I'm frustrated with it where it's like, you've, uh -huh. you've done it, you've done it all right. Mm -hmm. And then you've tripped at the finish line. Gotcha. Yeah. No, then I, yeah, I feel you. It's just like, ah, like get if, it right. Like if, like if, like if you can do it well, I, I think the best way to do it would be is like, have your keep, keep raid modes the same, mm -hmm. you know, they're fine. Mm -hmm. Make them 40 minutes or however long they are, you know, they're short sessions. Mm-hmm. And then just make a little different, like corner off a little offline section mm. for um, like survival. So Trinity, Trinity brings up in chat. I stream zombies to my Apple TV and I use the PS4 controller. Uh, where's the Rick and Morty meme? Where like, isn't that console gaming with a bunch of steps in between? <laughs> like maybe because you can't afford a console. There you go. There, there, there's another argument to allow players to get a console, a near console experience where your parents got you a mobile phone, but they won't buy you a console game. Yeah, well, in, in the world where most kids do have a phone, yeah, and in the future, most phones will be able to run most games. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's a perfect solution. Um, and I think, yeah, this is also a little bit. In, we're, we're also going to be living in a world where, I said earlier in the show, I now think mobile phones are going to be an additional ring of gaming. Yeah. Like, obviously, the, obviously, mobile gaming has existed for years now. Sure. I mean, go to E3. Any E3 or any of the conventions I've been to recently, even PAX East 2019, wow, the mobile developers, it, it's unrecognizable to be like, where's the major games? Where's the AAA game industry? It's like, but oh, it's yeah, like the, it's like Blades from, El, from Bethesda. Go, You can go over to the major AAA publishers, and they're pushing mobile games. <laughs> So go ahead. Sorry. It was, but it was like when I when I first got like an iPhone and I was in like middle school and I had like a million different mobile games on it, mm -hmm. you know, and you had like Flappy Bird, and Cut the Rope and mm -hmm. like those are what I think of. This is the old man in me, the 22 year old old man in me is like, these are the mobile games I remember. Um, but now we're in a whole new era of mobile games where my phone now could essentially be a streaming 
device for games where mm-hmm. I can run Call of Duty Mobile on it, push it to my Apple TV, hook up a little PS4 controller or whatever Bluetooth controller I find on Amazon. And now this is my console. Like, mm-hmm. I, like we are entering a new era of gaming. And I think a comment like that really said so. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, and in that sense, having having like a survival mode that I can play for in two and a half hours or however long is great. Yeah, look at but that. Also, you to flip a little bit, <laughs> given that future. It, it's that, not that, that, that you're to flip because I, I I still think no because yeah, even yeah. then that person playing on their Apple TV is going to want to pause the game and go to the bathroom at yes, some point. Yes, exactly true. Um, that's not an option though. And also, it's just I'm, I'm curious about the timer. Is it a server issue? Is it a is it a battery life concern? Why why do they have this two and a half hour timer? Huh. That is a fun thing. We will we'll have to because ask it's also it's like in zombies. If, it, the, the you know zombies the limit on how high you can reach survive. Now it's how efficient can you be in two and a half hours? Yeah. And that's, but then isn't that like gauntlets were boring as crap where it's like, hey, two hour challenges, how efficient can you be? And no one picked up to that. But classic survival is probably a different. No, it's approach. totally, totally different from totally different gauntlet. Yeah. Okay. Just, I just want to bring up the criticism. I'm, this is like, all right, now I gotta, I gotta, like, like the only way I'm gonna beat, let's, let's say the farthest you can get is round 35 in yeah. uh, two and a half hours. Yeah. Then it's going to be like, okay, well, if I want to get to round 36, now I got to go twice as fast. Like, no time for crawlers, no time to spinning the box. Right. Um, Like, I'm just moving. Yeah, but I think that's already prevalent in our community when we'd have uh, speed runs to round 30. So that can translate easily yeah, into, yeah, the, no, into have, the mobile market, I'm saying is what I'm saying. We have I'm speed breeding. runs to round 30, but you, you, you eventually hit a limit. Mm-hmm. you know yes and like, then... I, like i think no amount of optimization if 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 the general limit if like if you're just playing casually you'll get to like round 30 mm-hmm. and if you play really optimized you'll get to round 40 mm-hmm. you're never getting to round 50 yes yes I you agree know with you. there there is an there is a ceiling there is absolutely um sort of like uh the speed runs for the original mario game where it they get like 2858.2 is the world record or four minutes 58 mm. seconds point two i forget what the the magic numbers are but when they get shaved no, half I, a I second know. off the difference but the difference uh, though between that and uh zombies substantial. is that like mario is a fixed game yes and when they when they do that and they're trying to get individual frames yes you know they're discovering insane wall glitches that yep. don't even make sense yeah where yeah. rng box spins or like, here you it's can't here it's like stuff. it's it's more just rng it's less about like and and that's a dedicated community you know that's a that's a really small subset absolutely but this is a speed run that's opened up to the entire community that's not even really supposed to be a speed run mm-hmm. you know yeah. It's meant to be a survival challenge. Agreed, agreed. I, I want to circle back, though, to our points about uh, basically the streaming boxes. That's the basic pitch for Google Stadia, and that's what I wanted to talk about earlier about the streaming box. Uh, it is. It flopped on launch. It's overheating the Chromecast, all sorts of uh, issues on launch. But with that said, the idea is there, and like we discussed in this podcast, that it's a future so close that I wonder, Google hit the gaming industry as hard as about any company can. But like you said, with the money last week, I'm curious if it's going to be one of those situations where like we learned trial by fire 
Uh, we bombed hard at launch, but in two years from now, is Google Stadia going to be able to shake this off and be like, we knew what was yeah. coming. We were bleeding edge. We were happy to take losses until we were killing the killing it. And here we are. Amazon was very similar to that. Amazon wasn't even turning a profit when I was still in college. And we were talking about that in college. It's like, how does how does Amazon keep claiming that like their stockholders just kept getting furious every year? They're like, this is we have to be making money and growing. And, and yeah. Amazon's like, don't worry, don't worry. We're basically monopolizing the online market besides that goddamn Alibaba. But besides that, we're okay. And they're like- China. <laughs> yep. Jeff Bezos uh, in his house. That, 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 that's, well, I was I was trying to make that point last year or last week where it's like, if there's a company that's going to, uh, that I, if, there, if there's a company, despite Google killing a lot of projects, which I know you brought up last week, which is a good point. Mm-hmm. This product, though, it's it seems like streaming maybe is just a year, maybe two years off from being like perfect. Yeah. And so if if there's Google with enough foresight to say we're close, like this product, this product can take off and we have enough money and we can just pump a shit ton of marketing into this mm-hmm. once we know it's perfect to really get it going. You know, I think I think Google's a company to be able to do that. Obviously, like say a startup wouldn't be able to. Yes, I, and, I, I have a, f- a weird feeling about Stadia. Like I was, I from launch, I was like, bah, I don't know. I was a little excited, and then I l- heard more and more, and what games were launching with it. I'm like, ah, this doesn't sound good. And then uh, outlets beat it to death, and then after it came out, they beat it to death. But now that it's been about a week, I got a weird feeling about this. It's like, well, if they just stick around long enough. They, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean. I mean the whole the whole package is like 129 bucks, okay? Mm-hmm. Now let's say they have a rocky year, okay? Yeah. But in that rocky year, not only does the service improve, but maybe they find ways to cut the cost and suddenly you get this down to 9.99. Yeah. Come Christmas 2020, mm-hmm. you have a fully functioning streaming service that says you can play Call of Duty, Black Ops 5, uh what what are other big games? Uh, uh, the next rec- Rockstar Grand Theft Auto yeah. Six, if that comes out yeah, next, yeah, you can play Grand Theft Auto Six, Black Ops Five, Universal Paperclip, <laughs> Last of we Us have Part Two, everything, Tetris Ninety Nine, <laughs> Last of Us Two, and, and, and imagine the kid says to their parents, Point "I don't want the PS Five, I yeah. want Google Stadia," or, or, or the parent says, "The parent says, okay, I can buy you a PS Five. It's going to cost three hundred dollars. I can buy you probably going to be six hundred for twenty twenty next year. It's probably going to be like six hundred. All right, so the parent the parent looks at it and says, I can buy you Google Stadia, and that's going to cost you, or that's I can buy you PS Five. It's going to cost you six hundred dollars. Or I can buy my son Google Stadia, and then I'm only paying nine ninety nine. You know, obviously the price is at one. I think it's like one twenty nine, one thirty right now. But the way they undercut the competition in terms of price makes me think that if they can just get the service running mm-hmm. and really kill it on the marketing end and argue to parents and maybe even have kids argue to their parents, this is like the bang for your buck alternative. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it can't be successful. Yeah. Now, it, I also wouldn't be shocked though if it's if it's not Google. Like maybe this act, maybe Google Stadia fails. Just too much bad publicity. Yes. At the launch, Google ass. But an but here's the thing: Google is the person who runs into the wall yep and beats up the wall and makes a few cracks yep and then the next person who runs into the wall gets through just fine yes and you know what else john google might be like all right we blew it the marketing's dead on this we're just gonna hand stadia behind the scenes our servers and everything that's there to whoever wants to buy the company and rebrand it and then somebody else is gonna come out with 
Apple streaming games. And and now yeah. they're they got a, they're okay with their investment because we also made money on it selling the business. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I really do think in spite of the Rocky launch, because of the promise of Stadia and the price. Am I saying is it Stadia or Stadia? I think Stadia. I think it's Stadia. But you I wasn't gonna correct you because I'm like that sounds way more like it sounds nicer. <laughs> Stadia yeah, Stadia I'm makes it sure. sound like some like foreign company that just like welcome to Stadia. Or Stadia yeah. sounds like a, a, a New Yorker being like, Welcome to Stadia! Take a seat and buy it. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah, so to me, to me, like this product is too good and too price effective to fail. Yeah. Like it just seems like where the future is going. I agree. I'm with you. Uh, last like, week, like, I... I feel like to me, the, the people who say, people who say Google Stadia is going to fail mm-hmm. are the guys buying Blockbuster shares 10 years ago. <laughs> it's fair. That's real fair. All right. Let's talk about. Yeah, like, no, Netflix isn't going to work. <laughs> oh. Oh, what's Netflix stock at right now, John? I can still kill myself. The summer before they peaked, because they were having a rocky stuff long time, and I was just like, I told my investment guy, I'm like, I'm gonna drop a thousand bucks into uh into Netflix stock. It was about like twenty bucks a share when I was gonna do that. What is it at right now? Three fifteen. Fuck! Oh! <laughs> when was this? Because like I'm looking at I'm Maybe looking at the that. graph. Right Can't now. be twenty bucks. What was it? Let me they see. They were around. They were around twenty bucks in two thousand. 10 okay no it was later than that uh okay uh, no the last the last time they hit around 20 bucks was 2013 oh no it was past that i i'm thinking 2015 was when i was gonna buy stock they were uh, okay so it was 20, 2015 anywhere from 50 to like 100. yeah so I was, I was around there i was definitely around there so still for 100 bucks I would have gotten not a lot of share. I would have got ten shares of it, but then ten shares of stock would have got me up to about three hundred, three thousand one hundred fifty bucks. So I would have, I would have made you know, two thousand. It's not the, that much money, but it's still when you talk investments to be making triple what you put in. Kills, <laughs> kills you. Uh, anyway, uh, we should talk about uh, cop up and topic time and donations. Kappa. Uh, we're, so, we're not a children's channel. Yeah, let let us let us first establish Zombros is a show for adults. Absolutely. This is adult programming here. Hundred percent. Um, Did you read up more you on are, it too? Because initially, when I told you this, you're like, "Okay, whatever." Read, and then this week, you're like, "We need to tell everyone we are not oh, a no. kids show." <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I was no when I said you're no just, when I was sending you the list of stuff we could talk about. Yeah. When I said, oh, and we need to announce we're an adult show, that was a joke. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought, but there's a little bit of me that would be like, that's hilarious, which I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I actually, I'm still pretty, so the reason, this week, more so than last week, I feel like it was everywhere. Yeah. Or at least it was like, as soon as you showed, as soon as you told me about it, it was everywhere in my yeah. life. Okay. Um, And I watched a few videos on it. Yeah. Um. And I went through, and I even actually, I went into a, I went to a couple of my videos, and I marked them as uh, potentially for children. Mm-hmm. Like I have a video where um, I was showing off a bunch of like zombies products, mm-hmm. and one of them included like a zombies fidget spinner, and mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, kids like fidget spinners, so I marked that one for kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made a video unboxing the Call of Duty Zombies Risk. Yep. And because of the way the vi- the the law is. Mm-hmm. board games are for kids 
so a video about a board game might be for kids. So I, I, so I, I, I did. I actually I went through my catalog uh, very loosely. Yeah, like videos that I looked at and like jumped out at me as like for kids. I marked um, so like a video that has a fidget spinner in the thumbnail. I was like, fuck it. That video is also making like no money right now. Anyway. Right, right, right. Because that trend is dead. <laughs> yep. Uh, but so, so I, like, where where do you come at it right now? Are you worried? Do you think this is the big bad boogeyman? Not for me personally, but like animation channels, it kills a lot of channels that were doing dicey things to begin with, though. And I'm glad you're protecting kids. I feel like there's not enough protection of data going on in in the online world right now. Uh, mm-hmm. This is your. I mean, this is read going to school and then marketing and big data being shoved down my face from a marketing perspective, from computer science perspective, from a business perspective, from an engineering perspective, every which way you look at it. If you can harness big data, you can just dominate people. You can dominate the world around you. And it's, there's no liability on YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram is owned by Facebook, all these platforms. I know YouTube's owned by Google, but all these different platforms have access to this stuff. And just like, they're like, yeah, sure. We're not using your data or Facebook's case they're like yeah sorry but we're gonna keep using your data i'm glad there's some sort of step at the ftc to try and protect kids from a 1998 Mm -hmm. act um obviously i'd be more pissed if i was making content geared towards children but i already feel uncomfortable making content towards children i also come from a place where uh fruity drink commercials we were talked about this in my ethics class it's just like they were trying to gauge how do you feel ethically about marketing that's for uh like fruity drinks or colorful drinks that's clearly targeted at underage drinkers but they can't drink it but they're saying no no these are adult beverages this is for adults it's an adult beverage what, what drinks are you talk- when you said fruity drinks i think you're talking about like sugary no alcohol i'm talking about like uh like a dad like you, you see like blue alcohol like a, that might show up like a like a white claw do you know what a white claw I, is? I don't know. I don't know names. A white, claw is like a, a, a white claw is a spiked seltzer. They're really popular right now. There you go. It's it's basically seltzer water with alcohol in it. Uh, it, it yes, very much. A lot of stuff. Anything that's like soda or, or seltzer but, water. But, but, no, but, but white claws are very clearly an alcohol. Right. So is it immoral to be marketing that type of stuff the way they do, especially in magazines, to try and get kids to, you know, they see that and they're like, well, I want this because most older adults aren't aren't after this like they're, they're going towards co- underage college students and college students that are part of that that lifestyle and i'm very much of that mindset where it's like i'd rather not I, i'd rather not be I, right i feel like i don't i don't see that with alcoholic beverages i don't think i i really don't see, like like so so in a in a in a in a commercial for alcohol yeah you know, you see a bunch of you young have, people. Like, they got these all these well, well, awesome. Well, well, no, no, you have, you have they're all over the place though. Yeah. So you have like they are all over have, the place. Sure, you have sure. like Bud White or Bud, <laughs> Bud Light doing. Uh, <laughs> they have they they Bud have Bud the like you know Dilly yeah. Dilly and the Bud Night. Yeah. Um. The, so you have you yeah. have ones that are comedic. You have mm-hmm. ones that are just like oh here's our brewer handcrafting this fine age pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um. And right. then there's others that are much more like social party type. Yeah. To me, though, I think that's less about marketing to young kids and more just marketing to people who are like 21 and older who want to go to a party and have a drink and have a good time and imagine themselves Mm -hmm. like, you know, on the beach having a having a fruity beverage, you know? Sure, sure. Um, Like, I I think I think I think a better ethical question in that realm is it like, 
is it okay to have like a drink that you know is awful for kids like you know like a like a fruit juice that has like million grams of sugar yeah that's another good one yes Mark absolutely talk out of that to kids i yep. think i think that's i think that's a more common ethical question than sure. i think the alcohol case it was one of the alcohol because, cases because also case there's a lot of we talked about there's a lot of flaws are there's like drink responsibly make sure you're of age they, they have to throw in those commercials right but when you're 18 but i, but I, I think the, like the shit, sugar right? the sugary juice mm-hmm. where they'll say it's like made with real made with real apples and it's mm-hmm. like one percent real apple 99 percent. i think sugar. i'm at different demographics when we're talking kids kids which is coppa's 13 and under so I, I strayed a bit that's on me that's my fault you're absolutely right absolutely this was more in college we were talking about that age of 16 to to like 20 basically below 21 where it's like it's mm-hmm. not legal you're selling it to minors you're pushing it and that's where we're going you you make an excellent point there i think uh I think I think the miners who are going to drink are going to drink anyway, though, regardless of how fun the advertisement. Looks. I, I think there is definitely something to be said about that. But then there's also mm-hmm. an interesting conversation of like, uh, what, what's the role of media in influencing people's uh, thought process on drinking? Like Friends, a beloved TV show. Every time they want to relax and have fun, they pop open a beer. Anytime they want to do celebrate, you pop open a beer. It's almost like in- culturally we grow yeah. up even through the media we consume that. Oh yeah, if I want, yeah, I'm gonna drink a beer to to feel good right now, or to mm-hmm. unwind, or to have a great yeah, time. But, it, but, but at what point do we become the nanny state and say that we can't have we can't have in friends our 100%. characters? 100%. You know, like they can't they can't have a beer after a long day because I'm like watching friends. It's it's a when, difficult. That, that's where we that's where line. we run into an issue on 100%. YouTube where uh, exactly you know yes, there yes, are yes. questionable channels or not questionable is the wrong word they're questionable in terms of the law. The yes. content, I would say, is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Where it's like somebody might make videos with toys, mm-hmm. but they're doing it from an adult's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's his? What, I, what's what's Ryan's the channel? Toys called? Reviews. Um, Ryan no, toys no. Um, Matthias. Uh, I forget oh, yep. What's it? What's yes. his channel? I used to know him before he was like. Um, he used to do like skits, but now he yes does with Markiplier, like, right? Or I saw him at one point, Matthias. Or is that different Matthias? There's another Matthias then maybe. And there's, also, think there's also but, but basic yeah. basically he'll like he'll just buy a bunch of shit from amazon mm-hmm. and then it's like him and his friends just fucking around with it sure or uh let's see there's Let another see channel right. too um it's, oh it's called it's called dope or nope dope or nope gotcha and they, he just buys a bunch of shit on amazon and some of it is like kid stuff like 10 products that'll turn you into a superhero um a kid might like that be really Big interested time. That's, or, that's exactly uh, what they're trying to combat. That and, and the animation. Or uh, 10, 10 of the world's smallest products that actually work. And it's a little TV and a little tiny remote that has a Minecraft thing on it. And it's like, honestly, there are 10 products that will make you want to catch them all. And he's holding a little Pokeball with Pikachu inside it. Um, this is stuff that it's not really intended for kids. Like adults are watching this content too. But kids also are going to watch it. Yeah. And that's... That's it. Like this, this content's not questionable ethically, but it's questionable in terms of the law. Yes, and this like, is like, this is an unethical, like creepy Elsa. Yeah, well, that's what I want to get to. That's part of the p- reason that they want to imp- implement these laws is to get rid of the creepy Elsa uh, animations and costumes that hit mm-hmm. the internet like a vengeance, and that's just being but pumped out I don't by think, bots. I don't think, like, I think content like this um, that I'm describing. Yeah, that's the tough stuff. Okay, I I, like. I'm of the personal opinion that 
I think it should be okay purely mm-hmm. because if you don't, then you hinder creativity. Yeah. I think he's, um, he probably got hit. And this is the same Matthias that yeah, hung out like, with Markiplier. Just fun fact. Can I, can I make a Pokemon channel now? There's plenty of adults that watch it. Like I, I haven't bought it yet, but I intend to buy the new Pokemon. Yeah. And you know, if I get really into it, I'm probably going to watch some Pokemon videos. So I would consider that content age appropriate for me and, but it's also probably age appropriate for children too. Does that mean that now that person can't make Pokemon content? And as an adult, I would be I would well, be disappointed if there is no Pokemon content. You can still make it, you just can't make it profitable, which yes, we both but, know which completely also defeats means the... because it's not profitable, it's not going to be made. For the most um, part. Yes. You're only gonna get really intense enthusiasts. I mean, I mean you're gonna have like your 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 hobby. Your, yes, your, exactly. The only people who are gonna make it are like your your hobbyists. Exactly. Uh, but it's not gonna be a high quality there's mm-hmm. not going to be a lot of production value into it. Um, and mm-hmm. so now I, as a consumer, suffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor me, I can't watch Pokemon videos. <laughs> right. But, but you know, it's like, you know, there's it's, content that exists that adults and kids will want to watch. And absolutely. Now, now are we saying to ourselves, okay, well, because a kid might like it, we can't monetize it. Um, not at least on the YouTube uh, channels. Yeah, not on YouTube. Now it's back to the classic Hollywood channels or uh, yeah, TV channels. But, but but it's like ah, but that's like old dying media. Yes, you know? yes, no, like, I'm, I'm with you. I feel, yeah, and I, I, it's, I, we're in a rock and a hard place. Where I think, mm-hmm. I think the law needs to be rewritten, and I'm hoping some big companies come around and kind of push it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's enough uproar on YouTube that YouTube then tries to fight it. YouTube right now, though, I don't take issue with them. I feel like they're just doing their due diligence, 100%. especially after the massive fine they paid. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like a three or four hundred million dollar fine. Those I so I, I totally I totally get YouTube doing everything to cover their ass so they don't yep. have to pay another half a billion dollar fine. Yeah, um, and I've also I'm also not confident, but I'm pretty sure I've I've heard comments from the FTC that are like, we're not just going out and going to fine forty thousand dollars to like your average YouTuber who's really doing harm. Mm-hmm. My understanding is when they when they find channels, mm-hmm. it's actually just going to be um, like just the, the worst cases. Good. Well, that's how um, it should be like implemented. They, um, so what I would love to see, and I think a perfect world solution to that, kind of like uh, I, I want to make sure I put this properly because there's a way to describe this but i don't know exactly what it's called or what the words are but um i think in the realm of copyright if you're like a she's just not no it's like so if you're a publisher yeah um but you don't curate the content that's being published to your site yeah you're not individually responsible for copyright violations right but the individuals who do are right um, but if you if you curate the content, then you are also responsible for the copyrighted material. Yep. Um, and this is this is a fine legal line that you two. I think it's the the D, the, the DMCA. I'm not entirely sure. Could be a DMCA takedown. Yep. D- it, it might DMCA. be it might be part of it. But basically, um, I would love it if we found ourselves in a situation where, in the eyes of the law, YouTube isn't responsible for children's content being monetized. So that way they don't have to create all these overarching rules. Mm-hmm. And then the, the F the FTC can just go in or the FCC, whoever it is, FTC can just go in and find the worst, find the worst offenders. Or is it law. the FCC? Now I don't know. 
Um, I'm doing a terrible job of describing this, but I would just like it in a world where the owner of the website isn't responsible and the responsibility actually falls on the individual users. And then the FTC can go after the worst cases. Yeah. It's and the people, the people who are just making poking videos in the room that can make that can make an honest argument that adults are watching their content too. Well, we can't choose what ads yeah. display on our videos. So that's the most frustrating part, I'd say. If you gave the tools over to say, hey, I only want like HBO ads in my videos, all right? Just send me mm. those and whatever those payouts are. I don't want you playing political ads before my videos. I, I mean, even I don't like that. There is a page you can opt out of certain ads, but you don't get to pick and choose what ads play before your videos, especially imagine channels that are politically driven and having the opposite message showing up on their videos. That's that's going to cause some issues. Uh, that, 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 I mean, that, mm -hmm. or at least even if you're aware of it, um, that's frustrating. I'm very interested to see, though, if this yeah. is actually going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. So like when we so nothing actually goes into effect until January 1st, I think. So right now we are playing the worst game and we are thinking about every worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. this is everybody from gaming content that's maybe making Pokemon videos to people who are playing with like toys or to people who are doing animation. And it's like, well, what kind of animation? Like actually fully animated shorts? Um, what about like story time animations where it's people just really just with talking over like two or three still images that yep. change depending on their emotion or what they want to emote? Mm -hmm. um, or is that animation? I don't know. So I really want to see how this actually plays out January 1st. And I have a little bit of a hunch. Wait, wait, that wait. Uh, you know, you finish. Then I got it. Then I have to make a comment about something in chat. I, I have know. a little Sorry. bit of a hunch that some channels are actually gonna be fine, mm -hmm. and if they mislabel, like so, for example, like a story time animation kind of channel. Yep. Like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like that genre. Yes, I do. I, actually, D and D came right to my head because there's so many animated D and D channels, and I'm like, is that kids content? Is D and D? Kids like, like, like I, I think some of those channels where you really, you could make an argument. Not, like, I'm thinking Maybe right now, Jada, Jaden, yeah, Jaden, like Jaden animation, Jada. something like that. Is that kids content? I don't really, I don't think so. But it's, it's animated. So does that automatically make a kids content? You know those gray area yeah. channels. Rick and Morty, I have a feeling for kids. I have a feeling if they just say no, and then, like the January 1st law comes into effect, but because they're not really causing a problem, mm -hmm. I think they'll just get off just fine. Yeah. That's my hunch. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I'll be honest. I think that's actually how it's going to play. I think so too. I think, and the channel and the channels that do mark themselves as for kids, even though their content is questionable. Yep. I know they're doing the right thing in the eyes of the law and they're playing it really safe, mm -hmm. but I would, I would like to see how it actually plays out. Yeah. Because I think in practice, some of those channels are going to be fine. I, I have, yeah. But right now, right now we're, we're thinking about There's the worst case scenario. Yeah. And I see, yeah, exa that's exactly it. There's too many. There's just and too it's many. And it's a whole industry now. And is the FTC really going to go find Jaden information $40,000? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Why? Like they, Why do they have bigger fish to fry? You're right. I, I think they do too. People that are purposely trying to seek out and hurt and harm children. Mm -hmm. That's the people you got to yeah. be going I after. Think they're the, and, and I could be wrong. And somebody in the chat, correct me if they know better. But I feel like I've heard somebody from the FTC or heard a comment or something like a clarification from the FTC. That, like they're just going after the egregious offenders. Mm -hmm. 
Well, someone in chat, but who made the same argument I'm about to rip into, said that there was one guy in the FTC that said he's going to seek out every kid's channel and rip them apart. Not the exact words or quote, so whatever he got out of that, but he said it in a very threatening way. He used threatening words. So so maybe but that's um, one guy that's a part I of think, the FTC. I, do you I know, know where that comment is? Because I think I might. Is this the slime, one where it was, like, bread. It was like going after a bear, like fish in a barrel? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, that's the one before it, Star-Lord. Um, Sarah says, seems like they're going after everyone for do it and its creators as a barrel and a fish. Um, ah, I see. I, yeah, I know. I did hear that con, I did hear that comment. Um, but I, 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 I still actually, think there's too many. I mean, the guy can say that, but I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, and I, and I think that person might be misunderstood. And I, I really hope a little bit of lobby, I, I'm really hoping on YouTube's end that. You know, once they kind of put these measures in place, yeah, they start doing a little bit of lobbying, clear it up as uh, best they can, and even find themselves in a situation where it's like, like you mentioned, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Rick and Morty is absolutely not for children. Yeah, um, but its videos are on YouTube, and Adult Swim will post clips of it onto YouTube. Does this now mean that they can't be monetized? It's a slippery slope under this rule potentially. Yeah. So then you might get a lot of corporations being like, "No, we want that in." Like, yeah, you you're literally this- gonna get Nickelodeon's YouTube channel be like, "Whoa, you money!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, probably Nickelodeon makes enough money that like their YouTube channel is just a dime in the bucket. But- yeah, but still, the corporations don't like giving up money though. So whoever's in yeah. charge of that department's gonna be like, "Um, this goes towards our funding, so uh, we're gonna fix this." Um, I, I got a comment though on this. He also brought up parents should slime bread. Parents should be the ones keeping track of what their kids watch, but that's too easy. And I don't know if he's like he. That's that comment's like, but where are their parents? What are their parents doing? Um, the the reason I I I disagree with that argument very strongly is the world is evolving so much faster that parents have no idea how to keep up with the latest trends or technologies and you have people far smarter than the average parent trying to make sure they can cash in on whales in their markets on mobile devices on any technologies my father is wonderful he's an intelligent guy but technology has just outpaced him and it surprises me how he can't figure out things. Now, there are certain parents that can absolutely keep pace. And there are absolutely parents that can monitor what their kids watch and all that. But there is so many that cannot possibly, especially the people that aren't on, in, on the online universe. Only 75% of America uh, has Wi-Fi, according to census data right now, or is connected to the Internet, rather. Uh, 75%. So that's 25% off the top that don't even understand the world we're in right now. Double check me on those numbers, John, but I believe that was the last time. Uh, I, I Last time they did census data on that, that's how many people had access or had functioning internet in the United States, 75%. Um, as that happens, because there's so many rural areas, we are not evenly distributed Distributed outside. 77. 77%. Ha! See, I was still, I'm happy. I wasn't speaking out of my ass there. Um but the number might jump with the, with the census next year, though. I agree. I think it will. I'd probably be up into the 80s, if not the 90s at this point. But the rural areas, mm-hmm. and there are problems that you can't get infrastructure-wise. But you're still playing on a playing field where there's millions of people that don't know what to do and aren't aware. And they yeah. think, well, I thought I just did this. And there's all these extra things. And every time a new law comes out, Apple then backs up and, oh, you got to sign on for this. Or the cookies law. Every time you log into a mm-hmm. website... There's so much. 
And you expect these yeah. parents that might be just trying to get by. And they're just like, okay, my kid just needs a phone to even survive now at school. So I just got him one, let alone now I got to understand how that works. What I like any of the blue collar workers. You think the people that are doing mining jobs know how to look on an iPhone to make sure their kid doesn't do. No, it's, it's I won't say I won't say they don't know how, but no. I know you're saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're incapable either. I don't want to try and do that either to disparage the intelligence of miners, yeah. but I'm saying that they they have other lives. They have other focuses and there's you know, it's like be a good parent. It's like I would say I would say I'd say people who are just less technology inclined. Yes, yes. Which 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 as a population does exist. Yes. And they're going against people trying to manipulate them. Engineers that are being paid to manipulate them. It's not just like oh I'm an there's and there's there's also there's YouTubers who are out there trying to manipulate. Yes, absolutely. So, so all that, this that's exists. the point I wanted to bring as all. Well. My my kind of final comments I'd like to make on COPA though. Yeah. Um, I, I one I think the law needs changing. I think it's I think the and I and I think it's actually just going to break in action. I think it's I think I think what's going to actually happen mm-hmm. is the FTC is realizing that um, one they actually can enforce a law like they think they can, mm-hmm. or they're actually doing what they kind of say they're doing, which is just going after the egregious offenders. Sure. Um, and YouTube's doing their due diligence to make sure they're okay. Yep, compliant with the law. But I think I think general channels that are in that gray area mm-hmm. um, are going to be fine, even if they say that their content is not for kids. Yet they're in that gray area. Like my soccer channel. Yeah, I made a decision that I'm just not going to market for kids. Right. Even though kids play soccer and kids sure. watch soccer, certainly. Um, I think that the language. And the way I present the videos are not for children, but are also acceptable for children at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's very obvious in the way I speak that I'm not speaking to a child. Right. Like, you know, like it's not Blue's Clues out here. Yep. But the content is something kids can agree Consume. and follow along with. Well, now you get. But I'm not. But I'm not slow. going. To, I'm not going to in those videos market as for kids. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen is YouTube's just not going to care. Mm-hmm. But the day comes that suddenly I, I flip the switch and all of a sudden I'm making like Ryan's toy review videos. Yeah, that is. Then different. YouTube, then the FTC can throw a fat fine at me, and YouTube will yep. be like, "We warned and, you." And it's per video too. It's forty thousand per video. Yeah, per fraction. But I, 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 th- I think then YouTube will be like, "Well, we warned you." Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think they're going after this gray area channel. Yeah, and, and you know, like um, the law. I think the law will break in real. There's another point that another example that came to my head when you were describing that is like dinosaurs. Like, are you saying like a paleontologist channel is the same level as a children's channel because kids love dinosaurs? But like, is Jurassic World really for kids? Yeah. And I, I, what I'm really hoping is we find ourselves in a good faith argument. Yeah. Where it's like a, it's like a, the presenter of this dinosaur video has a PhD in paleontology right. and he's speaking at a tenth grade reading level. Yeah, it's like, it's like there's no bright to, colors and, and slick cartoons. To to your point, it really should be going after the core issue here is that we don't want to be collecting data on children, so we're not going to be funding those type of channels. If you're violating, uh, like trying to manipulate children, then we want to try and come after you. It's like a twofold mm-hmm. of what's happening, and so for the worst offenders, that's where we really should see. Um, yeah, efforts taken against them. We really shouldn't see Jada, Jaden animations and uh, odd ones out getting dinged for just being a cartoon. It just 
it's a slippery slope. All right, it's good topic time and uh, donations. I got a few donors today. Topic time. Let's scroll down the stream uh, labs. Favorite con or Dr. Minty says favorite controversy of the zombies community. Mine was when zombies when, when YouTubers complained that zombies isn't destiny. That happened. I don't know. Apparently. Favorite controversy? Um there's gotta be some funny ones along the way. Mr. Daleks, that's one of your favorites, isn't it? Which one? When you weren't supposed to see that. You weren't supposed to see that. Oh, oh. I just like the I just like when Liam made Garlic JD. Deal dough or deal don't. Uh, I think I like the Dalek's response. He's like, why, Liam? Why make that? <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, yeah, that was a great zombies controversy. Um, oh. The time that uh, Matt MC Sports Talk got brutally betrayed on Dare Eyes and Drive. That was, that's a top tier one, top level. Uh, e for C. I, I still got people who see that, they'll, they'll YouTube my name. Yeah, and be and see the video and be like, "Does this person hate you?" <laughs> uh, the uh, my political ad video I made for E for C two that was a fun one. I like mm -hmm. I like that word controversy Backstab. when there was a when there was a stream of zombie YouTubers just shitting on my abilities <laughs> as they drafted zombie YouTubers <laughs> like we were just objects and not people with feelings. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's there. John, he's not good. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm a person with feelings. I'm not an object. Yeah. And there's like, there's, there's endless in the community, but I gotta be honest with you. Since I shifted my content away from really zombies and just start gaming stuff with the new editors and everything. I, it's so much nicer. It's, I, I like being outside the sphere of what, just this, this controversy sphere of where people are, are in this community, have their opinions. It's like, who cares? It's so niche. Like go outside and be like, Hey, I hate rat Austin 27. No one knows. No one cares. Zombros is, is a bunch of clowns. What is you mad about this? What is wrong with you? That reminds me of a of a joke I made. Um, yeah. so I was giving I was giving like a talk at a little Q and A panel the other day. Sure. Um, and one of the people in the Q and A had asked my opinion on like cancel culture. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, it doesn't really affect me. Mm -hmm. Like if it went on, if I did something terrible, and then all of a sudden on Twitter it started trending, cancel Johnny J. Mm -hmm. I was like, most people's reactions, I think, would be, "Who the fuck is Johnny J?" Hundred percent. Like I'm, like I'm too. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, my, my basic, my, my basic argument was like, I'm too small. I'd fly under the radar, so I really can't be canceled. People would just see cancel Johnny J and be like, "Who the fuck is that?" They'd be like, "Yeah, okay then." Uh, what's his? Obama had a speech, and I'm not not one way or the other. We were speaking at a college, and he was saying cancel culture failed. I might have brought this up before, but I thought it was a very interesting point because he's just like, look at all these people you tried to cancel and. They're all back out again. They're all like Harvey Weinstein was just chilling in a bar. I'm like, I thought that dude was in jail or some shit. He's just no, just enjoying he life. He's just getting people to, that spit on him in public now. That's it. Which isn't good, by the way. But he's also not good either. But I'm not getting into that. But I'm just saying, like, the dude survived getting canceled and he's still making millions of dollars. Like. Go down the list. Louis C.K.'s touring again, even though what Louis did wasn't even close to as bad as what other... Like, Bill Cosby's in jail. That's good. I mean, that guy's a rapist. Good he's in jail. But it's like, 
are we really getting everybody? Are people really who can't be canceled? Is their lives truly over? Or is it just this Twitter mob that gets happy or these social justice worlds that get off on other people making mistakes? The older I get, the more I'm like, people grow and learn, really? Especially when it's young people who have texts when they're like 10, like uh, uh, 10 years old, 14 years old. They're digging up sports athletes, especially. I'm like, sports athletes to begin with are typically not scholars. And now you're going to look at when they're 14 years old to was say that, was stuff. That, was, that, was that Kyler Murray? or who I think was that it? was one of the ones recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was dumb. Uh, um, and even like, the, even, like the Kevin, even like the Kevin Hart scenario. Yeah, when, uh, yeah, same. It's you know, just it's like, like it's like where there's where there's sweets bad, and it's and it's yeah. and it's comedian but also, also that was too. Like, it was like it was a comedian. It was like ten years ago, and times were different. Yeah, completely and utterly. Context matters. That's just like one of the the like the Lady in the Tramp movie. My sister expressed some issues with that, where uh, it just came out direct to Disney Plus, and it it got rid of all the racism in Louisiana. All right, so there's there's a portion that's just like. Is it really our response? We just want to tell a fantasy story, right? This is a fantasy story in a fantasy world. We really don't want to touch that. We're trying to make money. Um, but there's also yeah, I, there's also a point where kids are consuming this, and then this is what they think the world's like. I mean, this is Disney, which has like the biggest reach well, in all the world. I would, I would never go as far to say let's pretend racism didn't happen. Well, in the original, they addressed it. They had it in there, and then this one, no, they just I, removed I know. it. So and it's I don't, like, I don't, I don't mind you just removing it in the sense that it's like I'm just trying to make a kids movie about two right. dogs. I'm not here to make a political statement. But they're like um, they're in the 1920s Louisiana and black. It is it's Louisiana influences. It's very clear and no, black I people, know, white people you, are on equal footing and there's no racism. It's just. But it's if a, you're if you're doing a, if you're doing a remake, I, I I'm okay with it. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's also it's it's like, like there's a time and place like. You know, there's a good there, there there's there's good times to have conversations mm-hmm. like that with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you're just watching a remake, um, I don't think it's a problem to cut out the bad parts. Yeah, it, but if you're if you if you if you're showing the original, yeah, leave them in hundred percent, and then and then you can have a you can have an honest conversation. Yeah, you should because this, this is how we learn, and history is doomed to repeat itself yeah. if people are growing up in a world where they think. Oh no! There's never been any of these problems. Look at Disney's told me this stuff. In the sense of a remake, though, I I, I think. Yeah, well, fine. then I think about the writer side. Just like if I'm trying to make that movie, it's like I don't, I don't want to touch this. What are you kidding me? In today's culture, yeah, well, the, the the writer, you could also look at it. And let's let's go 50 years down the line. Yeah, and people watch the remake more than they do the original. Yeah, and then because that writer's name is attached to it, are they like, oh, was this his decision to include this? blatant racism yeah or or does it go disney woke culture where they're trying to be like oh well we're gonna we're gonna tell you all about it and how much better disney's become like this is very much though a a a damned if you do damn if you don't 100 percent. so yeah that's all you can't please both sides Uh, yeah did you see the south park episode about the pc babies my 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 brother-in-law and sister showed me that and that's funny it's it's good they got good shit about that it's really on the nose about pc babies They're right, literal let's, characters. Let's, yeah, we're going on the next let's, thing. let's try to grind through some of these topic times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Noob says, 23 says, why is it called quicksand if you think, if you sink slowly into it? Uh, great question. The faster um, you move, the quicker you sink. I think, actually, yeah, that is how it works. Uh, Caboose501 says, um, or 501st says, do you think Call of Duty could make a separate DLC, like the first Red Redemption, to have a full map where you call travel everywhere and do story missions like black out for the zombie storyline 
the sky's the like limit. Like open world zombies. I guess where each yeah. map is a mission, but the, all in what, one that was, Wasn't that the vision for Jimmy Z? Like, Treyarch can do whatever they want. They just got to set their mind to it. And they got to get the funding and then Activision not to beat them over the head. I think they're incredibly talented over there. And they can do whatever they want with Call of Duty Zombies and transform the game. They already proved that they're not completely willing to let the community dictate what games are going to be made. Black Ops 4, they wanted to do something different, and they did. So, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Xander Nation says, Zombie Chronicles 2.0, question mark. We need Die Ride. Do. BO5, H- probably. Pre-order bonus. Yeah. AHL says, uh, what are your picks and opinions for Game of the Year? I picked uh, RE2. Is there any game that was one of the ones he suggested? Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Control, Death Stranding, Ultimate, Outer Worlds. Are there any games that you play that you think should be included on that list? Mm, uh, Ultimate's another good selection, I think. I don't think Death Stranding should be game of the year just because Hideki Kojima. Is that his name? Hideki Kojima? I know it's Kojima. I actually don't remember his first name, but... I, I'm, I'm RE2 is my game of the year, and people make the argument it's a remake, but it, they completely changed... It's it's not the same game as Resident Evil Two was originally, and, I've, and it's I've played it more than any other game this year, barring Black Ops for this channel for Call of Duty games for my business. Yep, barring Call of Duty, I think the game I played the most is Ultimate. Yeah, so I think those are both fine selections. I don't think anything else that was like mind boggling came out this year for me that's not on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheese Puff says favorite Rick and Morty episode. Just started watching and I've been the, sh- the first two seasons in two days. Oh man, I had a go-to like, back like in the, the day. Vindicators. Vindicators. That was a good one. Oh no, 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 no. Um, the uh, Tales of the Citadel. Tales. I just rewatched that one the other day. That uh, that that which, is a master. Which one was that? Tales of the Citadel. Tales of the Citadel is where at the beginning of the episode, Rick and Morty are getting ready to go. Amazing trip to Atlantis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder what's going on in the Citadel, and then Rick's like. Who cares about the Citadel? Nothing interesting is happening on the Citadel. We're going to Atlantis, baby. Then they jump into the portal, go into it, and then it, and then it does like a bait and yep. Tales of the Citadel, and it's a thirty-minute episode of them of like just five or six different disconnected stories in the Citadel mm-hmm. that kind of all slowly connect to evil. Um, spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, easy killer, easy. Um, <laughs> to a big plot point. <laughs> Five or six, five or six loosely connected stories converging into one, mm-hmm. but it's done so well. Mm-hmm. And then the ultimate reveal at the end is uh, pretty good. Yet to be paid off in a series, but I, it, I, I think I think it might actually be one of the highest rated on IMDb. Oh, I look at you! Think, I think because um, I watched it again and I was like, that was so good. So then I looked up like the original Reddit discussion. I don't. And I think it's got. The, I don't think mine it's, is still as beloved, but it's the one I still like. I remember when it first came out in season one, I've watched it so many times. I believe it's the episode with, I think it's the one with Mr. Poopy Butthole is introduced and the whole house has a disease. Oh, it's, it was just so funny for the flashbacks and, and then like people know stuff. I think that was one of my favorite ones, I believe. Yeah. Whatever, where the, all these characters kept appearing and there's all these parody characters and just how ludicrous things got. People like the Me Seeks episode. It's fine. I, I didn't feel the cult like the Me Seeks episode. A lot of people liked on it. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably go with that yeah. one where at the end he shoots Mr. Poopy Butthole and he's and it's like, whoa, whoa, he's just been here the whole time. What are you doing? That's our best friend. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I also like uh, season two, episode one, where they like unfreeze time, but then break time in the process. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was weird. And you got like at one point, like 10 different scenarios. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot I really enjoyed throughout the all, the, all three seasons, even season four. I think the if pilot have, was excellent for season four. If you have it, if you have a dizzying intellect and you are smart enough to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, uh, okay, Captain Murphy. Yeah. Asks, Reed, do you have any good tips for the Nikolai boss fight on Solo? 50% of the time, I can beat him easy using Danger Closest, Ray Gun Mark III, and an L4 Siege. The other 50%, I get instantly down. I'm um, not sure. I'm not sure from what. The Dragon part is easy. The Nikolai mech Solo is a nightmare. What does he use? Near Death Experience or something else? He's got Danger Close, Ray Gun Mark III, L4 Siege. Well, if you, danger close. If you're only using classic Gawagums, the best one is uh, in plain sight. If you ever watch Starburst, like near world record run, as soon as you pop that, Nikolai stands in place and you just go with your Mark Three, and you can beat him in less than ten seconds. That, that it's it's that, that so easy. Little, that one feels like cheating, though. Oh. That one loses the, oh, I mean, obviously me. it's not. But it loses the feel. It, it loses the feel of the boss fight. Hundred percent. But you'll never him. lose it. You'll never lose if it's solo. You just you can kick his butt. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's say you don't use that one. Well, near death, you can't fail. That's another one. If you're gonna do super gobble gums, um, head drama I found is still excellent. Uh, maybe not so much for that boss fight. Uh, remember, we did the that the other week. Classic ones though. I mean, what other tips I might have for it is make sure you have monkey bombs and strike nades mm-hmm. so you can distract well, distract while you try said, and kill Nikolai. He said um, he's asking because of boss rush mode. Yeah. So he downloaded the mod, and now he has the opportunity to play the boss fight. And yeah. so so imagine he has the scenario where he's in basically that arsenal. He can grab it. Well, I mean, near death, you can't fail. You're mm-hmm. guaranteed to win. You can just keep trying it, and you don't lose your boss fight experience. Um the gun wise, you should definitely have the Mark III. It's by far the best thing to use for the boss fight, and for mm-hmm. the Go Rod one in particular. Uh, yeah, get the helmet. Helmet helps with the like the Valkyrie drones won't even be a factor if you're fight doing it fast enough. Mm-hmm. That is that is topic time. Cool. Uh, but, but David Kirk donated at the start of the show early on. Get my donation now. Gotta go to bed. Just want to know your thoughts on Death Stranding and the Game of the Year nominations. Have a good show, fellas. So we already covered that. Um, and I haven't played Death Stranding yet, so I need to. I've heard some interesting mechanics. I'll get around to it eventually, maybe even for Christmas. Mr. Drown, good evening. I was getting worried that there wouldn't be Zombros today, but you gentlemen pulled through, so thank you for that. Uh, when in, when is the late show of the year scheduled? Uh, stay safe, healthy, and have a good day. Like as of the late, the late what, is what it is like a late night show? Are we gonna have like a late night show? What is he talking about? I have no idea. When is the late show of the year scheduled? That's a reference. He probably doesn't have enough characters to explain it in his donation. So he'll have to follow up with us next week. Mister Drown almost we, always should donates. Do, should we do like a? Should we do like a late night Zombros? That, that might be fun just, one time. We just like we get up at four in the morning, do a late show, but the whole time we're whispering. We put Why a suit on. I have no idea. Why are we here? I don't know. Let's do that. Let's do. <laughs> let's do Zombro's late show where we do we yeah. do a stream at like four in the morning. We're both in suits. Mm-hmm. Um, we're drinking. I got like a. I got like a. I got like a. Uh, what do you call it? A martini in one hand. Yep. 
this welcome to the Sombros after hours <laughs> where we get real classy. <laughs> I'm up for that. That sounds really fun, honestly. <laughs> be like, why are we here? We don't know. I have no idea. That's the whole show. What are we talking about? We'll figure that out as we, we have, We'll see who's up. Let's see what strange things are going to be talked about at night. Um, Rushmore donated, and in Russian, he said, make me. So uh, that's funny. Uh, Zach told us about the controller. We already got that one. Little Game Boy donated $2 supporting the show. Thank you. Uh, Asteroid Delta said, hey, uh, hey, I hear COD Mobile Zombies, and I'm going to praise that mode. Kappa is also quite dumb. I don't think it's going to go too well for the FTC. Um, probably not, like you were getting at. We had that discussion. It's probably right around there. And Asteroid Delta donated two more dollars, and all caps, DIE-RISE. I appreciate that people spend money just to write down, <laughs> Uh I got to send you the bander still and all the stuff you asked me. I'll, I'll get to it. It's just getting sick has been a pain. Um, anyway, uh saw the next episode of The Mandalorian. Still thrilled. Still loving it. Magic the Gathering stream probably tomorrow, but not tonight. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, tune in this Sunday probably if there's something to talk about. We'll be on for another episode of Zombros. Stay tuned on our social medias. Uh, then again, it's a holiday weekend, so we'll see how what times get sorted. If John's commuting back to college or whatever, we'll figure next it out. Week's gonna, next week's going to be tough. Okay, so probably then not this Sunday, but next Sunday we'll be back for another episode of Zombros. Uh, be on the lookout for all the videos I should be posting. My editors are a little backlogged for some stuff, but we should have at least three videos getting out, Black Friday sales, and all that coming your way very soon. Thanks for supporting mm -hmm. the show. Thank you to all of our Patreon sponsors, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Reminder to the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultra Rare and the Purvis patrons that we're uh, jumping into a call after. So if you want to hang out for an hour or so, do a little post show, yeah. chit chat, be sure to meet us there in the Discord. Yeah. All right. See you soon. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.